everybody, and welcome to another episode of Team Chat Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jarrett Wilson, joined by Rachel Mogan. What's up? And Zachary Parks. What's going on? Today, we're going to discuss our favorite offline multiplayer games. Those games that you always enjoyed playing around with your friends, sitting around the TV, maybe hooked up a LAN party, maybe just sat in front of the four-player console. Great topic, by the way. I'm really glad that we're doing this one. When we figured, when we first talked about doing this, I thought that was a very interesting uh, topic to do. I, stuff like this I really like. What's yeah. especially interesting is that so far, the three of us haven't actually played any multiplayer games together. together. Which is a Which, which is we a really shame. should do. That's that's too bad. We don't even hang out after <laughs> outside of the podcast. It's like, we, we do the podcast and we're like, alright, see you guys later yeah. next time. Repeat your name again. <laughs> but we can save that for later. We need to fix that. It's just good. It's, really I think do. it's just very specific and that makes it very interesting. Yeah. You know, it's a unique one. So I hope we can And especially up considering like this. when all of us started playing video games, there really wasn't online right so all right. the multiplayer games that this. we would have grown up with they would only be offline like there wasn't even there was no concept of offline multiplayer it was just multiplayer yeah it was, right what you offline have, multiplayer you had to have or even did you, you didn't even really think about it think about it as a different because for me every, every almost every game i played growing up was a multiplayer game so i didn't even think there was really anything different yeah you like, know i always the played time, you didn't even have a concept like how, what how would it be different would be? yeah, yeah or what, what, what what's mul- what's multiplayer versus Someone, i mean yeah. you did but i mean it's just like you didn't think about it near like what today right. like oh does it have a, a multiplayer mode right, does it have right, a right. does it have a campaign how's the campaign as compared to the multiplayer i mean mode? really yeah. the only different modes that i ever had were versus which was multiplayer but we didn't think of it that way exactly. so versus mm-hmm. and then arcade mm-hmm. yeah. and even with arcade mode if your thumbs got tired you would just pass the controller to your buddy and they'd be like don't worry i got right. this yep. the good old days and like you think about that and like oh these kids are playing video games but even that <laughs> in comparison to like what did it like at least like kids were playing with each other like yeah in they were person, in the same room you know for christ's sake like, yeah at least, because like, then at least you still got that. the social the social learning right, right. But back then they're like oh this is all for their play together but now people are like god i wish they would just play together in real life i know and not just be tied and have a headset earlier today i was playing with a buddy online uh, online and everything and yeah it was just it's it's fun because you know you're still playing with that guy but it's it's not exactly the same same as having them be able to get up and give more drinks there's oh no i I love playstation but no there's there was this time today i was playing with him and i was like no and i'm sitting here in my living room and i'm just like no, you see that thing over there, and I physically pointed at the screen, and yep. I said, "No, he I am pointing see. at the screen, and I know you can't see it, but you see that thing on the left. <laughs> go go to it." <laughs> and no, it's it, it is a certain thing that when you talk about these games and some of the games that we're going to talk about, there is a huge sense of nostalgia that comes yeah. with them, and that's what makes this, I think, a really fun topic. Even so. with newer games, there's Even, still oh yeah, yeah, yeah no, For it's sure. it's it, it, the the feeling still carries over today. But I, I definitely think there was something special about being a little kid, you know, eight, nine, whatever, sitting in a, in the living room with your friends or in their game room or whatever, right. playing playing some of these games. And so I think that's uh, will make Even this a very now, you know you get memory the memories yeah. get built from from stuff like this. Oh yeah, some of these games like I. Uh, in a previous episode, you know, we talked about how I'm terrible at Mario Kart, but w- what makes that game fun for me is playing it with friends. And so I think, you know, it, the social aspect is what really would, will make these these games stand out. And what honestly, what puts these in the correct tier on the on on this list for us is, mm-hmm. you know, how much fun we had playing it with our friends, not necessarily the game in and of itself. Right. Yeah. So with that, boom, boom, boom. let's get started with going around on the table, eating, 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 uh, Rachel. I knew it. I knew it too. <laughs> also, I can't believe you said Rachel and not Mo. Sorry, Mogan. Come on. I'm sorry. Um, anyways, I'm sorry. it's good that they're starting with me because my number three is incredibly obscure. I would actually really like to know through feedback on our Twitter or a couple of other things if anyone else has ever played this game. My number three is Evil Zone 
for the PlayStation 1. I've so never even I heard of that game. game. Yeah, no, you that. didn't. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is a liar. No, I've never heard of that. So I've never heard of that Evil game. Zone for the PlayStation 1 came out, I think, in like 1998 or 1999. So this would have been very shortly after my family first got our very first PlayStation 1, which was our first console. So aside from the computer, that was our first exposure to video games. So I've talked a little bit about how playing with my family is a big part of of my childhood and this is really just the key the cornerstone in all of that so my brother who is younger than me is only younger than me by two years our oldest sister is only older by two years so we're really evenly spaced out meaning that when we played games together even though we weren't the same age we were still more or less on the same level so there wasn't like a huge oh of mm -hmm. course i can beat my six-year-old sister i'm 12 right yeah. so evil zone Technically, there is an arcade mode, and if you primarily played in arcade mode, or as they call it, story mode, it's still a really rewarding experience, because Evil Zone as a game is very different from a lot of fighter games. So it's two-on-two -two fighter game. Okay. Okay. But, I was about to ask. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I was about no, to say, I, I, need, I, need, yeah, I need a synopsis. I have no... shooter? No, 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 no. What is this? Evil Zone is just a two-on-two -two fighter game. It's like Tekken or Soul Calibur or a lot of those. It's just a fighting game. Like You mean like one-on-one? -on -one? Yeah, one-on-one. -on -one. Okay. Yeah, so okay. it would either be you versus your friend or you okay. versus the computer. It's a fighting game. So if you played in story mode and it was just you versus the computer, one of the most unique aspects of the game is that every character so the character roster was actually pretty pretty small probably fewer than 12 total characters which mm -hmm. by today's standards if you played any of the new tekken games there's 50 plus right. characters that you can play right. so there was a limited number of characters and each of them had very well developed personal stories mm. to the extent that after every fight in story mode every between levels there would be more to their story there would be a cutscene. there would be additional content to let you know this is who this character is and this is why you're playing as them well let me ask you this because a lot of modern fighting games do have those same cutscenes, those same stories but the they're extent. i know but they're a little silly and they're, they don't really care so so for evil zone in particular they were very well That's fleshed cool. out like they were that. very extensive so just being able to play every single character was really rewarding because it made the game feel much more like a story, right. like a real interactive story. Even when you're playing against other people, you're still like, well, I'm this character. This is who I am. This is why I'm fighting you. Yes, which is, yeah. I so like that. in particular, Evil Zone is a really good game for button mashing, but in a really different way because you actually only have two action buttons. So on the PlayStation Punch 1 kick. controller, no, not even that. You, you have. The triangle button was your entire attack button. It was just triangle. If you wanted to guard, that was square. That's end it. Really? Wow. End of story. So every single attack was based on a combination of triangle and some combination of the D-pad. Hmm. So the D-pad was very highly usable, and a lot of the diagonals, so like, oh, it's down and left, mm -hmm. it was really difficult. So yeah. the attacks were largely projectile-based for a lot of the characters, which for a fighter... Usually you're just punching and kicking, so that was another really interesting aspect of it. But in terms of multiplayer, that's where it got really fun. Nice. Because as this really weird game where you've only got one button that does things and one that guards, and nobody guards in fighting. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> Who's guarding? Literally no one. In Tekken, it's not even a button. You just stand still, and that's guard, and you're never standing still. So to be able to sit there next to your friend 
or in my case, my little brother, or sometimes my older sister, but not often, my little bro was really, really fun because we were married to our primary characters. Mm. Like there was that one character in the game that was your person. Mm -hmm. You had to learn their moves to the T because if you didn't, if you hit square and triangle down, but just a little bit wrong, it wasn't going to work out. So being able to have just that one character that you're really, really good with fighting against your friend, they're also really, really good with just their one character. For me, it would have been Midori. She was the best. She had an awesome denim ensemble on. Mm. It was very nice. Was it, well, are these, yeah, the, are, are we getting to a point where like it's very like over-sexualized? I feel like no. no. Not yeah, at all. I feel it like that wasn't, wasn't an idea that was being passed around for these kind of games yet. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. But Tekken just, was getting there. Tekken so was getting even there. the early versions of Tekken were kind of especially like... But you play with, like Dead or Alive now. Yeah, it's Dead like, or Alive. It's over um, the top. Yeah. It really is. And actually, we'll talk about that a little bit later in so. another one of my games. But this one in particular, not only... So it was a 90s game. The graphics were terrible. It's really hard to have a highly Obviously. sexualized game when right. they're just made of various cubes. <laughs> right, right. So, so it was really really good for kids playing together because there wasn't that kind of aspect. It wasn't <laughs> like, oh, it's dead or alive. It's also a really sexy game. No, yeah. you're just a bunch of polygons beating the crap out of another polygon by trying to blast them with, with as much power as you've got. And for me and my bro, it was very, very competitive because my younger brother is extremely competitive and I'm kind of not as much, but for that game, that was my game. Yeah. I'm the one that found it. I found it in Best Buy. <laughs> and I was like, this sounds is like an interesting yeah, game. Yeah, it sounds like, yeah, I'll just try Because we had just got our PlayStation. And I was like, sure, why not that game? Because I had no idea. It was really our first fighter game. Aside from Tekken, it was the very first one that we had ever played together. So it was really exciting to be able, because before that, we had really only had Spyro, which is single player. Crash Bandicoot, also mm -hmm. single player. Mm -hmm. So this was the first time that we were able to look towards each other, turn to the side, turn to your bro or your sister and mm -hmm. go, I'm going to beat the ever-loving <laughs> business out of you. You're about to get it. And like we would right, make that's bets. Special. That's special. We would make bets and be like, I bet half my allowance. That I'm <laughs> you. And our allowance was like $2. <laughs> Wasn't much, but I bet you $1. I can beat the crap out of you. That's awesome. So it was just really fun to play as a family because we'd never been able to do that before. It was the first time that we could actually sit in a room together and play a game together instead of just as backup. Because like backseat gaming was big in Crash Bandicoot. Would be like you're jumping wrong. Right. You're not doing you it can right. Pass it off, you have though, to jump on the boxes. So like you could pass it off, but it wasn't the same. This was the first time we could ever compete right. against right. each right. other and not be cooperative. So it was That's very impactful. It was very impactful yeah. for our childhood because that really set the stage for us hating each other. Were you any good at it? Were you the best? I was the best at Evil Zone. Okay. I wasn't the best at some of the other games we'll talk about, but at Evil Zone, you were. I was it. And I think it. I still have the actual disc, but I lost. We should play it. I lost the booklet, which was the best part. Oh, because I back in the day, I just miss booklets back in, in the day, I know. The, booklet, yeah, I know. the booklet was like that's how you knew in advance who the characters were. Like they yeah. had their bios and a whole page. So I was like, that's gonna be my person. That's yeah. my guy yep. right there. Yeah. There's so, a lot missing of not having booklets. I know. Nowadays. I love it. Too it, does, it does kill it me. It doesn't happen anymore. No. The worst is that they've like replaced them with. 
ads. I know. Like it's these just little so ads, and I'm like, no. Corrupted and, yeah. It, business. Business. Right. <laughs> Downloadable content. The business <laughs> that <laughs> we pay for. <laughs> make, give me the whole game, please. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That was yeah, a good I've, lesson. Eventually, I've, I've you'll have to play it. Was play fun. it. No, we will. We'll if definitely have ever, to play it. You probably can't even buy it anymore. It was so... There's probably only five copies left. Uh, PlayStation... Sony's doing a really good job of uh, putting a lot of their older PS1 games onto, dig, onto the God, digital store. You should check you the PlayStation store. Yeah. It's if Because I've bought a couple older games like that. Um that uh we should also note that it was very japanese so, like, <laughs> i'm out i don't want it <laughs> it was a very japanese game so certain parts of it you're just like what's even happening <laughs> nice well i think we're gonna i'll go you go number yeah three? I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go with my number three um my number three is even though i'm not the biggest sports guy out in, and everything like i play fantasy football but i can't really tell you I mean, I know who big players are and things like of that nature, but like I don't know their stats and all that stuff. So really, my drafting in my fantasy is more of luck of the draw than anything at all. But this is a terrible segue because it's not Madden; it's actually FIFA. <laughs> so, Surprise! <laughs> the old Psych! It's not room. Madden. It's not football. It's FIFA. It's another kind of because football. Because I do like soccer, but again, I like the game of it and I'll watch it, but I don't know. I don't know stats. Yeah. I'm just not that big of a sports guy. But I got into the I got into so, uh, soccer, football in the uh, 2010 World Cup. I had and uh, that's when I first got FIFA. So I got I got FIFA, uh, I think the first FIFA I had was FIFA 11, and I have FIFA 14 now. But I lo- I I don't play that game online. I know it has the ability to play play against people from all over, but I only play it offline with a buddy of mine. We played it last night, and we it we played probably 12 games i want to say and it's addicting oh it's so addicting because we were even I'm it gets a, to the I point we're, we're both we're both of equal caliber skill level and so we were we were getting ridiculous we were just like i'm gonna score i'm going to score three goals this round and then we were like yeah we were betting each other about what would happen uh and now our, the actual our, game of soccer takes a million years to make one goal. Oh yeah, so you, 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 can, you can play. You can play. No, I mean you can play realistic. a game. You can play a game of, of real of real soccer, and and nobody scores, and it's you know it's zero zero at the end Good of the game. Good and, and FIFA, I mean. Yeah, it's not it's, that it's, high though. It's like you, you, you'll win games like three to two. Oh, yeah, so nobody's going yeah, yeah, yeah. end a game with like hundred and fifty. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. That, Even though that sounds like a game I'd play. No, that, sounds fun. that does sound fun. But <laughs> yeah. no, no, there's not that. Like we're a fairly equal skill. So yeah, we're like betting. I'm going to score three this game, and then it's just like, well, I'm going to score five. Well, what happens if we don't each score, reach our goal? What are we doing? We were also just been like, you have to finish this drink. That's how we were <laughs> playing last it. night. But so, but no, and that's the beauty of multiplayer games. Yeah, right? no, that you is the beauty of it. Sort of things like that. Yeah, you can just put play these fun little bets, and so that's how we are. We are with FIFA. When we play it, my wife gets so mad at us because we're yelling so much. Like it's getting to the goal. We're like, no, don't score it, and just it's getting intense. freaking out and yelling at each other, and it's just so fun. And for that reason. Of itself, even though I'm not in real life outside of it, a huge sports game. I have consistently bought FIFA, and we keep up on FIFA um, together, and we'll sometimes buy each other each. Like we'll buy two copies if we're buying an older one used, mm-hmm. so we can give it to the other one. So we can. Mm-hmm. So when we're not playing it online, offline with each other, we can play it online. And so I, nice. I really love FIFA for just for those reasons. I uh, I used one of the early gaming memories was FIFA '98. I had FIFA 98 and they had a mode where you could play indoors on like an orange court and like wall, like glass walls. And it was awesome. 
I, I FIFA, I've gone <laughs> up and down. That's such a with. weird mode. Was it called Orange Glass? No, I think they have, they, they, have, they have indoor. I think they have indoor soccer. Not I think in, it's based off a real thing. Yeah, in, there's um, there is indoor soccer. I think. I know. I'm displaying my ignorance. I'm assuming there is. <laughs> well, that's there's how, indoor that's football. How so there any of us be, right? watch sports. We don't even know if Put indoor is a like a real box thing. And yeah. Watch it. Um, but I do. I played a lot of FIFA in college. It's such a. It's such like a college game that was going around yeah. when I was in this university. For if was, you're not interested in really playing, and sports. We, I mean, we played in a tournament. There was we had a, a hosted tournament through all my friends. There's probably yeah. like. 15 to 18 of us entered into this homemade tournament with maybe 150 dollars on the line. Oh, oh wow! I came in nice. second. Nice. I know. That nice. just and people. Are, Very nice. And I just think it comes from gaming. Like I never played FIFA a lot, but I'm a gamer, so y'all are fucking you, screwed. You can pick <laughs> up on things like that. Yeah, it's you know, it's easy to pick up on. That, it, that was a big thing in college. Is like, oh, I play like Halo. I'm like, oh, do you play online? They're like, no, and I'm like, you don't play Halo. Yeah, <laughs> there's a completely don't different world of this game that you're missing to a match of Halo if you haven't played online. Yeah, no, and and, it, and it's just like FIFA. I like too because yeah, there is skill, there is strategy in setting up your plays, but like I. I can't get into Madden because I don't understand football plays. Yeah, you know it shows you the it shows yeah, it you shows like what's going to happen. Helps. But it does. It really <laughs> doesn't because because <laughs> ten out of ten times I'm going to choose the hail mary. It's just yeah. because you know I, yeah. I'm just I just don't understand <laughs> the game putt. of yeah. I just don't get the game of football as much. And in soccer, it's just easier for me to pick up on what I'm doing to like really plan out and visualize my moves a lot more. I don't know. I just like it. And then, but then it's just. Playing with him, with my buddy Michael, especially, it's just so. It's just we have so much fun doing it, and that that's why it's it's on my list of favorite offline games. All right, Zach. So, what's your number three? My number three. Zach's just I'm over holding, here holding I'm his boobs real quick. He's just clutching so his chest. I guess. Handsy. <laughs> my number three for offline multiplayer games are best offline multiplayer games. What are we talking just about? Your, it's just whichever one you have. The, your, yeah. Okay. Your, okay. Your I, I do have these ranked, by the way. So oh. my number three is Twisted Metal. This series, I'm taking a trick out of Jared's hat. <laughs> Finally, I'm not the only one. You're not the only one. I'm, t- I'm picking an entire series. Um, the one that's most vivid in my mind is probably Black. And for, if anyone's played that, obvious reasons. The cutscenes are quite <laughs> disturbing. <laughs> like when I, especially for the age I was. We were also a Twisted Metal family. So I remember yeah. a lot of this too. It's got some dark, dark moments, especially in Black. I mean, I mean those, like, how did brutal. our parents not know? I know. They're like, why didn't they get this Couldn't game? they hear the noises in the background? <laughs> they had the to be blood like, curdling what's screams. happening in there? But... The um, I guess you'd call them vehicular um, warfare games. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> vehicular warfare. And there's other ones like Vigilante Eight, which I might touch on too, which I also really liked. I don't know if you guys have played Vigilante Eight. Oh, it is a really cool game up there with Twisted Metal for me. But these types of games are it's interesting. I I think video. You talk about video games as a genre. I wanted. I don't. I, I wouldn't say they they invented this, but I think they did a really well, good job of progressing this sort of odd. Car. Gun I mean, I can't really think genre. of any other game where it's car versus car. Well, I'm thinking of movies back in the day. I think they might have had like like Mac, Mad Max had these similar well, motifs. Um, Death Race. Death Race. The yeah, original Death Race. Say, yeah. But still, I think video games kind of took it in a great direction, and I think it's a really good medium for these kind of, this kind of storytelling to exist. And the it's they're only they're they're really mainly multiplayer games. Yeah. I mean, Black did have some story, but they they are mainly multiplayer games. And as offline multiplayer games, to be able to play these with your friends are just such a blast because of each character. It's only you talk about fighting games with the characters. The the cars have personalities. The driver yeah. they they give personalities to the drivers. You know the famous one with Sweet Tooth with the mm-hmm. ice cream truck, 
and they all have the their kind of specific weapons, their specific special abilities. And to have like eight to ten cars flying around on these really interesting maps. I mean, I remember yeah, specifically, seriously. I might be uh, referencing Vigilante 8 here, but destructible buildings, blimps could come down out of the sky. You could jump into a blimp and like control the blimp. Awesome. It was some crazy it was stuff. The, they're crazy games. They're really crazy, but they're so much fun. And there's a pacing to it, which I love. They're fast. Yeah. You know, and you yeah. got to think on your feet. Um, a lot happens in a short span exactly, of time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And when you're playing that with a friend with somebody else in the room and you're both engaged at that level, it's so much fun. And there's points where you're kind of running out of lives and it's just you two left and you're trying to find each other on the map. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I and mean, I remember just driving around the map and being like, where is right, he? Right, I know. Where and like, you're go? looking at him and they're looking at you and they're like, I'm over here. Where right. are you? Come over here. <laughs> and uh, I know that's a big thing that we could talk about is just screen looking. Like, don't look at my screen. <laughs> <laughs> it's not fair. It's cheating. You get so get mad at your so friends. Screen. Quit screen peeking, you man. Yeah, we need two TVs. I'm buying another TV. Um, First world problems. Yeah, yes, seriously. No, I sound like such an asshole. Um, but like Twisted Metal, Vigilante 8, these games are fun. And I think I just love racing games too. Yeah. And, like, so off-road. it was really great because like we also loved racing games. So being able to like race, and I'm using yeah. air quotes here, but beat people up, that right. was like, Really? This is the best idea I know. anyone's ever had. This you're is getting, just next level. You're getting the gun play with the car play. I mean, and the, the cars handle differently, you know, yeah. all that stuff. So there's always of, flower power, always the beetle. Oh, yes, I do know what you're yeah. talking about. There's Minion. Do you remember Minion that had, oh no, or I'm thinking, there's Minion who had the crazy camouflage spiky car. Right. Then there's Axel that has yeah. his two wheels on each hand. Yeah. That's a, yeah. That was a crazy <laughs> character. But yeah, both those games. Um, and uh, Vigilante 8, I think, has since kind of dissolved into the nether realm. I mean, I mean, I I've never I've, heard, I haven't heard of it. In yeah, recent yeah, there's only been a couple that came when out. When did it come out? I think it was, I want to say uh, they had a couple installments around like 2000 and between 2000 and 2003, I want to say. Oh, so not that new. I thought you meant no, like new. No, 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 it's not okay, that new. Maybe kidding. they came out with something that I missed, but that was, I mean, I haven't, and speaking of these kind of games, I haven't played one recently. I don't know when the last Twisted Metal came out, if it was recent. <laughs> I remember hearing... There... I think the most recent one was the PS3, the one that came out for the PS3. And I want to say I've heard rumors that they're either remastering it or redoing one for PS4. And I could see that, but I do also see how there doesn't seem to be a good fit anymore that kind of that kind of genre of game yeah yeah, that that one that kind of game has not has not been around as i don't see it being as big of a thing as it was before i'm not sure exactly how they could advance it yeah i mean i i didn't i don't think i actually have played twisted metal but the one that i can compare it to that i did play a lot of was one called star wars demolition basically the exact same thing but you're just in star wars ships and everything and so that you know and it was the same thing like it's so much fun trying to track down people and it's I really like those destruction battle bot ish kind of game. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's really fun. It is fun. But yeah, I, th- that would be interesting to see. I mean, they still keep making like Mortal Kombat's and Tekken's and all they that do stuff. In Mortal so, Kombat, Street the last Fighters, one, yeah, did really you know, well. Oh, they're coming so, out with the new Street Fighter. Yeah, soon. Street they Fighter. Keep releasing the new videos for the characters they're announcing. Yeah. And again, it's going to be a big character roster. Yeah, that's so cool. it's going to be you know not limited. So that's I mean, cool. you could say those games. I mean, those games have been around for a long time, True. and they're and, still making those. So maybe those we'll see a resurgence of that genre. Yeah, if there's any title that would come back would probably be Twisted Metal. Most I mean, that likely. That is the most popular. I mean, the only two I can really think of is Twisted Metal and Vigilante 8. I'm sure there's more, and if people do know more, email us or t- tweet us other ones. That'd be great. Yeah. Which, we've mentioned it now a couple times in this episode, our email is teamchatpodcast at gmail.com, and our Twitter handle is at teamchatpodcast. So, 
tweet us or email any questions. And All we'll, kinds of We'll get back to you. As, we yes. might even give you a shout out, shout out on Twitter. Hell yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay, right. but that's my number three. Nice. So let's go back around to Mogan. I forgot what I said I was going to do. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> no, okay. I just remembered. I remembered. All right. So my, I own a Wii U naturally. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite. One of my favorite games to play with friends, if you don't want to hate their guts, is probably Super Mario 3D World. So this is definitely one of the newer installments. So Mm -hmm. you definitely can play Super Mario 3D World on your own. And it's still a really fun game. You do all the levels by yourself. But you can have up to four players at the same time. And technically it's meant to be more cooperative. So this is an example of a game that's multiplayer because your friends are all right there on the couch with you. And it's supposed to be a cooperative thing. There's the four of you, or the two of you, the three of you, however many, all working towards the same goal. But they did a really good job of making it more competitive amongst the group because there's always the person who wears the crown. So there's the king of the level or the queen of the level, and it basically is done on... If you, for example, have the crown, you're wearing it. It's a real crown in the game. If you're wearing the crown and you die or you get injured, you drop the crown and one of the other people can come pick it up. Mm. So it also ranks you at the end of every level based on how many points the game thinks you got. So if you get all the coins, if you kill all the enemies, if you get the stamps, if you get the, uh, what is it, the... uh, The stars, the green stars, if you get the green stars, those are all points for you. So even though technically you're all playing the game together for a common goal, not really. Yeah, there sounds like a fair amount of competition. You're really looking at your friends going, I'm going to do way better than you. You're all going to gonna cry. (laughs) So another thing that's really interesting about the game is... Some of the levels are really, really fast paced. Like there's this one level in particular where there's all of these uh, basically speed marks on the ground you know the things where you run over them and it's super oh yeah yeah yeah. Mm. suddenly running really really fast there's this one particular level where they're every five seconds so the whole level you're going blazing fast like your character's arms are flailing in the (laughs) way they can't even run properly and on those kinds of levels if you've got a big group it's so much fun because if they're dying right and left what they do is when you die and you're in multiplayer mode and you've got these other people with you if they die they bubble oh yeah yeah. bubble up and they can either stay in their bubble or you can can pop the bubble yeah or they can pop their own bubble yeah Yeah, so like shaking the yeah so they can like shake the remote or you can basically break them out so what happens a lot of the time is if it's a really hard level and you're in really dire circumstances everyone else on your team might be dead you're like stay in your bubbles (laughs) everybody stay in the bubbles i'm gonna get us to the goal don't bubble out. <laughs> and they're like, okay, we'll stay, we'll stay. Because some of the levels, it's just to have that many people, it's chaos. Yeah. Instead of being cooperative, it's chaos. And that's fun. That's the fun part. Mm-hmm. Especially if you all have different power-ups. Because like obviously Super Mario, it's all about power-ups. So my favorite one is the cat suit. Because every time you use the bell to put the cat suit on. I thought it was a raccoon. No, it's a cat. It's no, a cat. so it's, it's a new one. Uh, okay. So this is the new Never suit. Mind. It's a literal <laughs> cat suit. And like they put the cat suits on and they always meow. <laughs> <laughs> and Luigi's meow is hilarious. It's like meow. It's fantastic. <laughs> so adorable. it's really fun to have different power-ups because that's obviously how you kill enemies and how you get bonus content so like the green stars are something that you can miss in every level you never have to get the three green stars but you want to so like you look at a wall 
that appears to go off screen and you're like, oh, I bet if I had the cat mm-hmm. suit, I could climb that wall. But then your stupid friend next to you is like, I don't have the cat suit. We can't both climb the wall. So then they have to take one for the team and jump off the ledge <laughs> to die, oh. to bubble up so you can climb the wall and bring them with you because their stupid ass did not come prepared <laughs> for the level. So it's a lot of you looking at your friends going, you guys have to shape the fuck up. You guys are not doing good. <laughs> so sometimes you're working together and sometimes you are absolutely not working together. And that's the fun part because fun. you can play the whole level and be the nice guy. But if your friend has the crown at the very end, because you can pick other characters up. You can pick them up. So if I wanted to throw you off the ledge, technically I could. Nice. And so it's really fun to be able to do basically shit moves and really screw your friends <laughs> right in up. the final moment. That's that's the fun part of friendship. <laughs> that's awesome. That's the cool thing. I, I don't know. We'll probably touch on a few more things, but just all the the cool like that's what I think one of the Nintendo's greatest selling points is is just how their their games are excellent for just um, for bringing offline they, do, they get they bring people together and, yeah and, and keeping then, them together by a thread yeah really just testing the real just testing, really, testing results it's, it's yeah thin line that yes. you're about to cross there <laughs> nice well my number two is i don't think this one got a huge a lot of attention but it's it's it is star wars masters of terras kasi it was on the playstation one and basically what it is easiest way to describe it is it's a star wars mortal Kombat. Oh, it's so, a Star Wars fighting game. Yeah, oh, interesting. So, so, like, relatively small roster. I mean, you can only you can be Luke, Leia, Han, Chewie, uh, Darth Vader, Boba Fett, Boba Fett, a Gamorrean guard, Jar Jar Binks. Uh, can you no, be it, was, the super... it was pre Jar Jar Binks. Oh, <laughs> pre Jar Jar <laughs> and uh, a Tuscan Raider. I think uh, is all you could be. It was a lot of fun. Uh, one of my friends had it, and I would, we we got onto a pretty serious kick of playing it. And it's the same. It's the same appeal and the same draw of anything that you know of the Mortal Kombat's and the Tekkens and all that. Just being one on one, you're facing your friend, just having a good time beating him up. But what was interesting about it is it was a th- even though it came out. It had to be late '90s. I'd I'd have to say I can double check that. Do a fact check real quick on that while I'm telling this. But anyway, what was cool about it is yes, graphics are terrible as those as games in that era were. But it was 3D in the, that you could rotate on the map, not like oh, go around in circles around gotcha. each other. Not like in in a, in a Mortal Kombat or something like that where, where it's flat. Yeah, it's flat, a, a two dimensional space where you go. You can jump over the person and get around them, but you're basically just fighting each other side to side. Somebody punch it, you you could dodge forward or dodge uh-huh. back oh, right. and like roll on the ground and stuff like that. So it really makes it really difficult. The move lists were not that extensive, not anywhere near that of Mortal Kombat, but still just being able to dodge people and roll around on the, on your, on the ground and everything like that For really time made period. That kind of stuff was mind blowing. Yeah. No, that's oh, actually pretty. Mean? Oh yeah. Awesome. If you were like Luke Skywalker, do you get like a lightsaber? Yeah. 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 And you can hit people with a lightsaber. Mm-hmm. That's cool. And like if you're Darth what about Boba Fett? Boba Fett. He, he can <laughs> Baba, be like boo-boo. Boba, Boba Fett. He, does he have a pistol? He, yeah, he can do his blaster rifle. He can also throw grenades. He can also do like his special move is like this barrage of rockets from his rocket launcher oh, on his back. That's pretty, that's pretty it's, cool. It's, it's cool. pretty awesome. It was a lot of fun. It came out in 97. 97. So, wow, that's a while ago. But it was super fun. And it was really fun too because like a lot of those games, you know, uh, Game Shark, I think is what it was, that had all the cheat codes yeah, for yeah, games yeah. and stuff back in the day. They had some for Terrace Kossi. And so there was this one that you could do where it would drain your opponent's health completely, oh. like before it even the match even started. That you could a hit a button. Code. 
and it would drain their life. So you just run up and like punch them once. Oh, and so it was so much fun to win. You play the you, game, I, but it was like it was so much fun <laughs> to just them. just to be as a, as a uh, as as a as a prank for your buddy to sure. just be to like they get up to go get a glass of water, go to the bathroom. You enter that Plug code and hit that button, and they come back. They're like, all right, let's go, and you just walk up and go done. <laughs> Punch him out, but it was also cool because you could ring out people. You could throw them out of the oh, ring. Yeah. It's like some, cool. like each character had a grapple move. Like the Tuscan Raider, remember, could like stab you with his staff and like flip you over his back. And so mm-hmm. he could just if you charge him and he's on the edge of the of the round, he just waits of the map and he just waits for you to get close and he just sticks you, throws you out. Mm-hmm. So nice. it had a lot. It That's just cool. Even though it was you know it's a very basic using air quotes. It, you know it a kind of game fighting game, but it had a lot of mechanics to it that made it a whole lot of fun to play. Cool. I want to play this game. I, I have wanna, it. Yeah, and I want to play your game, Evil Zone. Yeah, we'll have I to find like to it. It is well. somewhere yeah. in, in my closet. That sounds cool. Okay, so for my number two, I did one that I know a lot of people will know. Uh, it's not the... I, I guess I'll do the series, but I'll do a couple in particular, but it's Smash Brothers. Um, Super Smash Brothers. Everybody's played it here. Everyone's I might, I might, I might join once. you in on this one. Yeah. We might go out of format a little we bit because I'm all. That's that's my number one as well. That's so. your, oh, that's your number one. This is my number two. Okay, this is my number two. I'll just I'll just I'll just chime in. You chime in <laughs> whenever you feel <laughs> necessary. So Super Smash Bros. Uh, I can talk about Melee and Brawl, but Melee was probably the one I put in the most hours with. I yeah, think that was too. I played that on GameCube. Yeah, yeah. right. Yep, yes. that was GameCube. And Brawl was for Maya Wii, right? Yes. Super yes. Smash Bros. Melee, yes. then Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Right? Yes. All right. I hope we're right. But, <laughs> but Melee check. for GameCube. I mean, and I know I'm kind of preaching to the choir here, but what a, it's the the whole series is just ingenious in my eyes. I mean, the character selection, I'm not exactly sure how that even came up as a game at one point, why they said, let's get all these different game characters from different like developers Is around that the really world. Is the first time Nintendo did something like I'd that? I probably maybe because not. Because now it feels so intrinsic. Like if, it ever, does. if there's ever crossover, I'm just mm-hmm. like, "Oh yeah, that makes sense. It's Nintendo." Right. But, but they, I guess back in the day. But you know, it's just, you know, in the, even in the new one they had Solid Snake from Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. That's yeah. Like a Nintendo they game. Had, they had yeah, Snake yeah, for yeah, a while. They, they, had, they had Sonic, they brought Sonic, they oh, had Pac-Man, I think, you know, Mega yeah. Man. You know, I, I wonder yeah. if oh, it's become way more all-inclusive than it used to be. Which is really neat, and I'm not sure. I would love to hear the backstory how that started in the one for N64. I don't remember, but I think it had Pikachu. It that's did. Nintendo. It did. Yeah, that that was the one I was going to talk about. That's the, the one I've, original, I've paid, I put most time time into was mm-hmm. the 64. And you were right. Melee was the Wii Brawl. It was. Gotcha. No wait. Damn it. I think you're right. Think I'm pretty sure you're right. And um, but just the, um, Brawl is Wii. Melee yeah, is GameCube. That's what I thought. So okay. Brawl's for Wii. Um, wait, what? <laughs> Brawl, Brawl is Wii. Melee is GameCube. Melee is GameCube. Yeah, no, Melee Fact checking number three. Melee's GameCube. Yeah, Melee's GameCube. Just you're confusing me because of the order, I guess you put yeah. it. So Melee's first. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so that's why I put the most time in. But, you know, so talking about the, obviously the mechanics are great. Every, I'm not sure how they were able to do this, but to balance all these really unique characters, to put Pikachu against Donkey Kong yeah. and yeah. have that come as like pretty even fight yep. must be a difficult task. Oh, yeah. Um, but they did it so well. And even... Now I think you can have eight people in the newest yeah, one, which can. sounds which is ridiculous is, to me. Wild. I can't even imagine what that'd oh, be it's like. So much the camera's got to be so far out too. It no, so yeah. even for the newer games, they actually brought back GameCube controller hookups yeah, for the which Wii U. I love. Yeah, which you need. so many people played Melee. Right. That oh, they it's were like, so We've hard. Gotta have the it's real so controllers. hard. The, I know the Wii just doesn't do justice no. to how to play that game. You gotta um, have the right. Con- you gotta have the right equipment for the right game. You do, and it's so unlike a regular one v one side-scrolling fighting game you know mm. it's it's so much more dynamic with different like i said with just i think 
the characters is what obviously gives it so much of its heart and there's so many different power-ups that they've introduced into that game over the years. They keep expanding on like what can happen. I think you even see you know like the wee dogs can attack yeah. the screen. Yeah. Yeah, there's like these little things where just power-ups might just float onto the screen. Right. So that's they something might that not... I feel like is really unique. Some maps yeah. maps you can interact with. Yeah, maps yeah, yeah. become or the interactive. arena. I mean I it's a wildly creative game, yeah. you know, and um I think one of the newer things was the Smash the, that floating smash orb that you could get yeah, and yeah, yeah. your special and I, think I remember snakes was like he'd come to the screen and you could shoot like a rocket launcher at everybody I mean it's really cool That's stuff awesome. like that I know and it was endless yeah it was endless the customization of how you play the game was endless and they just did a really w- good job of executing a game that has an insane amount of replayability yeah you don't so get tired of playing it you no. don't and you could play over and over with your friends and it was highly competitive Everyone, like you were talking about with Evil, Evil Zone, this is my character. I'm yeah. Link. And yeah. I know yeah, his moves. Have, like, I, was your... always, I was always Captain Falcon. Captain right. Falcon was my character. And sometimes, you know, I'd have a, my backup was uh, Samus. Oh, yeah. You know? Samus is so a good I was one. like, oh, I'll do this every now and then. But there was that connection that you could have with these characters that you were playing with, which I really loved. Yep. And, and I feel like one of the most fun things about that is it could be your favorite character from your other favorite game. Right. Which is yeah. so, so it's like, cool. oh, hey, even though this is Nintendo, I can still be Snake. Yeah. And yeah. I can still play my favorite character from yes. one of my favorite games. So that's definitely a very unique factor mm-hmm. of Super Smash Bros. And it has a huge competitive, like, Major League Gaming mm-hmm. following. Just this past summer, my younger brother was in Las Vegas for a Super Smash Bros. tournament. Right. Wow. So that's a great example of, hey, technically for that game, there is an online mode, but you mm-hmm. have all of these people arriving in person to this one giant event uh, to do multiplayer so cool. with each other live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's coming around online. with the whole esports yeah. thing. That's yeah. coming back of people just playing it together in the rooms and people watching. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. You know? yeah, that's even, a huge thing. Like, even with our older sister, she may not be playing. It might be one versus one, but she'd still be like rooting for one of us mm-hmm. or the other. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I like game, like, like I mentioned Halo games that have that competitive aspect that take it, like watching somebody play uh, Super Smash Bros. that is really good on YouTube, like a professional. Yeah, it's, it's like oh, you're playing it like I've never seen like before. I didn't even know that was possible. Crazy moves, yeah. and you're just like, how are they? It doesn't they even look like the game it. is like working properly. Yeah, like, right. the way they're using like block, 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 and they'll like fall off the map and like go under it and come out the <laughs> other way. I'm like, oh, like, like, why would you, you do yeah, that? I know, yeah, I know. The, the skills is unbelievable. Because me, if I get knocked off, I'm just I'm pushing I'm every button because I'm just like, oh my god, I've got to get back somehow. I've got to get back. I've got to get back. They'll like take the fight off the map over just the dead space where you could fall, and they'll be. Yeah. fighting above it i'm like that's insanity like, what are you doing and i thought i was good you know i consider myself a good smash see, bros player yeah. <laughs> see i'm good play in online mode because i might be good against the other people in the room with me right but in right. online take mode, on the I'm world mode see what happens i'm doomed i'm not good <laughs> I, like i said I've, I've in previous podcasts i'm not good at mario kart but i'm fairly good at smash brothers and yeah. so still again not we the best play. we need to but, play some smash yeah hell yeah but like oh, i won't settle go settle it in smash s- yeah. settle oh, it in right. smash that was that was, that was, a, that was the big marketing yeah, thing yeah, for it yeah. for the new one yeah but no smash brothers is just one growing up that's what me and my buddies played we one, one of my friends or several of my friends had it again if you're new i did not have a console a new listener <laughs> i did not have a console as a child growing up so literally i had my to play all these games at my friends and so when I say one of my buddies had it, yeah, all my buddies had the games <laughs> that I played as a kid. And it was just so much fun. Like, yeah, I was always Captain Falcon. And 
I would drive my friends crazy because I'd just be like, Captain Falcon Punch, oh, Falcon Kick. I you know, just because he has to say it every single time, <laughs> and you just get so tired of hearing it, especially because. I knew that if I got lucky, it's when I first started playing, I knew if I got lucky and hit you with a captain with a falcon punch, it was gonna take you off the map and I was gonna win. So that was all I did. So it was just nice. Falcon Punch! Falcon Punch! <laughs> the just, levels were great too. Oh the yeah. Levels they drew from all different sorts of The Star games. Fox map was yeah, the, the Star on Fox. top of on top of a ship. Yeah, that was, and that was a fun one. The, the I always liked the uh, Hyrule Castle was yeah. is my yeah. favorite yeah. one yeah. from the They N64. even had an Animal Crossing level, which I love. Yeah, yeah, you can play as the Animal yeah. Crossing Crosser. I don't know what it is. The villager, villager, the villager. Yeah, villager. yeah. And, and he's got like a really, net. <laughs> there's the male and the female female villager, and it's really uh-huh. creepy because their faces are so happy and smiley. It's as they throw you off the disturbing. edge, and you die. It's, yeah, it's pretty disturbing. <laughs> like in such a. Uh, I haven't played the new new one though. I haven't really it's played really it much either. Good. And actually, I was thinking when you were um, doing Captain Falcon's voiceover, I don't <laughs> think either of you have. I don't. Even, I can't even remember the character's name right now. But there's one character who's taunt. So like, there's the button you can push just to taunt people. Mm-hmm. It doesn't even do anything. And there's. Um, I like that. He always says, uh, "I'm really feeling it," <laughs> and it's so, the way he says it is so annoying. Mm-hmm. And then they introduced that feature for the new one where you can actually build your own level. And so there were people that were like, "Oh." Here we go. I'm going to really spam this. And they would build the level to spell out, I'm really failing yeah. oh it. God. And like, that's, that's what awesome. you're fighting on to be that guy. That's and it was awesome. just so fun to just spam. It's a really good game for if you want to spam your friends. <laughs> nice point. It is a good one. All right, Mogan. I'm not ready. You're not ready. <laughs> I'm not just ready. kidding. I'm I changed ready. my mind. Number oh, one. Yeah, I changed my mind. So my number one is again. So most of the multiplayer games for all of my life, when I say multiplayer, what I mean is fighter. So mm. one versus one fighter game. And my number one from all the ones that I've played, as much as I love Evil Zone, is probably going to be Soul Calibur Two. So this was the one that came out for the GameCube, but they also had the other versions that came out for PlayStation and had one for Xbox. Mm -hmm. And the big thing you may or may not remember was, depending on which console you had, your game would have a special character. So the one for GameCube, they had the special character. You could be Link. So oh. instead of being, and I think Xboxes, I think it was Darth Vader. Wait, yeah, I was about I to say. Yeah, yeah, they had. Yeah, Darth they had. Vader. Dar- I've never seen that on the box. Who else? Was, who was there? There's there a. Yeah, there's a. Uh, no, they had a. They, uh, I think Darth Ezio Vader. from Assassin's Creed. Oh, was it? Really? I think you could be an Assassin's Creed character. I don't know. Was that it seems too because Soul Calibur Two would have been too early. Yeah, it's too oh. early. This was back in game. Must be I, a, la- a, ma- a later Soul Calibur. Was thing. it someone that could float up high? And God, touch the sky. And touch the sky. And he had like, who was it like, um, so you could be Link? Oh, it was Yoshimitsu. Okay. Yeah, I, okay. I'm pretty sure it was Yoshimitsu. Because he would have been, that? he's from Tekken. He is. So he would have been from Tekken. I'm almost positive it was okay. Yoshimitsu. So he would have been the one for the PlayStation version because okay. Tekken is a Sony game. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. We'll have okay. to double check that. Okay. But I feel like I remember it. Could he float? Because, yeah, he has this I... move where he spins his sword in the air really, really fast and it makes him able to float and then he comes back down hmm. and stabs the okay. crap out of you. Okay. Nice. Okay. So I was never able to get the helicopter move down, which is why I hated it. And I had the GameCube version anyways. <laughs> so what's really ironic about this is even though the GameCube version had Link... I'm the Legend of Zelda person. I didn't. I never played as Link. Oh, he like was never my character, which is really unfortunate because one of the reasons that Soul Calibur 2 was so groundbreaking for my family was none of the games we had had in the past that were fighters featured weapons. 
So this was the first mm. game we had oh. where the characters actually had weapons because Swords with Tekken and with Evil Zone, it was all just you're either using mm-hmm. Fist you know, cuffs. mystical <laughs> projectiles or you're just beating the crap out of each other with your hands and feet. Mm-hmm. Right. So this was a game that had weapons into the mix, which mm-hmm. gets into questions of, oh, well, my long range weapon is better than your short range weapon or I have a shield and you don't. So that right. was really interesting new for layer. us. Whole new layer of the game. And again, this is one of those games where you can, it's, it has a really big character roster and it's only grown with time. So at the time there was no way, well you could, but there was no way that we could get good at every character. Yeah. So you really just had your one or two characters that you were really, really good at and you would play them again and again and again because the reward system would be, you have to play a character a lot to unlock all of the like weapons. That. I like that. So it would just be like, oh no, my bro just leveled up his guy a whole bunch, got all of these new weapons. His weapons are better than mine. Doomed. <laughs> yeah. When he goes to bed, I have to come back downstairs and play a <laughs> bunch so that yeah. I can get all of the weapons. That for attachment my to a character, I think, is really yeah. cool. It's I mean, really that, that, interesting. I enjoyed that stuff a and lot. And something that's interesting about it in terms of multiplayer with your friends is looking at your friends and going, couldn't help but notice. <laughs> that your favorite character is kind of creepy. <laughs> what does that say about you as a person? <laughs> the Soul Calibur world, I'm not really even I'm remotely not familiar Soul with. Soul Calibur in particular is one of the biggest offenders in terms of sexual object- objectification uh-huh. of women. Because a lot of their female characters, you look at really all of them, are like super... You go, who <laughs> green-lighted this? <laughs> that's, that's how I feel this. a lot about those fighting years. It's like, why? Know, it's this is wild. so over the top. How it did is. no one in the censorship department go, no, you yeah. can't do that. It's so totally a lot part of it of like is the... really questionable. And really, if you look... So it's one of those games, if you look too deep into it there's a lot that you can find to be mad about yeah but if you're the thing about multiplayer games is that's not how you're thinking about it you're looking at your friend going i'm gonna beat the bejesus out of you with my sword that becomes a whip and that's how i'm gonna get you from a distance and they're like you can't that's cheating and the thing with soul caliber 2 i think Jarrett touched on this with the star wars game this was the first game that we had where you could do ring outs oh nice so it was Ah. one of those other games where none really almost none of the levels had barriers. Mm-hmm. So you could always get ring outs. And I personally am a huge ring out spammer. I'm the person that's trying to get you to the edge because my bro is always better than me. But if I can get him to the edge and push him off, I'm going to win. Yeah. So really, so that's an instant win when you do a ring uh, yeah, out. Yeah, when you get Wins a ring around, out, yeah. it's an instant that's win. Cool. So, so you have to grab them and throw them or they just no, fall? No, no, no. So you can just kick them and like, they fall. Yeah. If you just punch them in the right way, they might just fall off. Or mm-hmm. the best type of victory is when they're trying to run at you to get a powered up hit. And you just kind of move. Just and they go out of the way, And they go straight off the edge. And you're like, yes. That's awesome. That's awesome. That is and then so they're cool. like, it doesn't count. We have to do a replay. And you're like, no, it counts. <laughs> it absolutely <laughs> counts. It's it on the roster. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so with Soul Calibur in particular, we were really big about um, spamming the command list. So coming from Evil Zone, where you really only had the one action button and one for guard, this was one of our first exposures to a command list, like a detailed list of, hey, if you do these combos, if you hit these buttons a particular way, it's going to get you this really awesome combo or this really awesome move. So we would be like, oh, I've checked the command list, got to push start. And you'd be like, you're not even checking the command list, you liar. (laughs) You're really not. And they'd be like, no, I'm definitely checking. And then they would un- 
do the pause menu when they thought you were distracted and then they'd try to get you. So that's a good, well, good and bad part of multiplayer when you're trying to find ways to physically distract the person next yeah, to you. Yeah, that's time We're big nice. into punching. There would be <laughs> a lot of what we're trying learning. to do like a dead arm or a dead leg to get the actual physical person next to you to be more incapacitated so that they're not able to fight you as well in the game. Awesome. I've, I've heard really good things about Soul Calibur. I know there's one that like has done, it was like one of the best fighting games ever. I don't know, maybe it was two. I thought I want to say it was Soul four. Soul Calibur three, three was really good. Yeah, I, I like just Soul hear like they, they, they've done. Not as good. Okay, okay, I'm not sure. I'm just, pretty sure. But I hear they do fighting, the fighting genre like one of, they're they one of the best really around. They do really well. Yeah. So they do yeah. fighting games really, really well. And Soul Calibur two was just the first one in that list for us. Because mm-hmm. actually before that, it there was Soul Calibur for the Dreamcast. But Soul Calibur... Right had its companion Soul Edge. And Soul Edge was the one for PlayStation. So what happened was, after Dreamcast kind of went under, all of the characters from Soul Calibur on the Dreamcast transitioned over to all to com- combine with all of the characters from Soul Edge. Hmm. So that's how you actually got access to this bigger character roster. Nice. Because before, with the individual games, the character rosters were a lot smaller. But when they combined, it was double the people because they didn't really edit anybody out. So it was really interesting to be like, who are all these new guys? That's cool. That's cool. So it was really awesome. Nice. All right. Well, I think uh, I'll skip over my number one because we basically already talked about it. And Smash I Bros. Uh, Smash Bros. I don't really know what else I could really all add to that. All we can do so. now is play it. Exactly. That's really the only that's thing we, we can That's do. what we need to do. So I think we'll go... We'll go over to uh, Zach's number one. Wait, no, numero uno. So my number one is classic game from N64, James Bond Goldeneye. Nice. I know a lot of people have played this game. A lot of people love this game. Pretty obvious why it's a great... Mogan, have you played this game? I was going to say, Jared, have you played it? I've played it like once. Oh, oh that's crap. right. You can't have played it in 64. Okay, I actually haven't. I, oh, great, 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 I've great, seen great. it. I've, I've played it. With a m- offline multiplayer, like yeah. I, I used, I played a long time with some friends a long time ago, like once. Yeah. And then I just played it recently well, earlier this year again, mm-hmm. and I was god awful terrible. I at played it, it kind of recently, maybe two summers ago, and I was pretty bad at it. And I'm going to think like, God, is, am I just do I suck now, or have it just not aged that well? The <laughs> controls are tough. I was yeah. Like, god, this is it's difficult. very hard. I don't remember being this bad at it. But anyways, <laughs> I used to play that a lot with my friends, and that was one of the first first person shooters I played, and it was. The campaign was amazing in and of itself, and to f- the mechanics of it, I mean, it was a great predecessor to a lot of first-person shooters nowadays. I mean, it's, I think it still holds its own oh, as yeah, a for great sure. first-person shooter. Yeah, and a lot of first-person shooters these days are only online, or they're not multiplayer. True. So right. for this to be a multiplayer first-person shooter, that right. for it the was time, a big it was thing. really It was, really it really was. and to have these multiplayer maps, I mean, it was yeah. the first time I really remember map layouts and like where this gun was and yep. how I got that gun. And this and it, is where screen it, peeking. Yeah, that, oh that's my God. where are you with the map? Issue, huge issue. <laughs> yep. and if you had, yeah. Um different kind of weapons, different customizations. I mean I don't they must have had a lot of fun. They have, there's a paintball mode, there's a big head mode. You know, yeah. all these oh, really yeah, I remember that. great things that they added that just give the game so much more depth and replayability. Um but like the map selection was terrific. Going through like different corridors, there was a lot of shortcuts, vents, everything yeah. like that made the game so much fun. And I mean, I'm not sure what else to, you know. I mean, like with a fighting game, there's no sneaking up on people. No, yeah. it's you all can't, there. There's, there's no a lot of, strategy aside well, there, from the mechanics. Right. So there's with a, this right. kind of game, there's this extra level of. There is. 
Which at, but at that time was unheard of. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm pre- you know, I probably, or at least for me it was. You yeah. know, for me in my life this was, and for all our friends to be this attached to it. I mean, there's a game I, we all clocked in a lot of hours with. And it was just, even doing one-on-one was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You know, running around these maps. And it just got to a point where you could see who got really good at this. You know, and someone could get really good with this specific weapon, the assault rifle. And you talk about that level, that layer of strategy. And you had to make you know, quick adjustments to where you're going to go, what kind of weapon to use. I think there's trip mines that you could have. I don't yeah. remember there being grenades. I don't think there was grenades, but I remember, so, I remember you could plant mines sure. and stuff. So there was this kind of, oh, yeah. all the strategic elements came up and it just worked well. I think yeah. one of the biggest things, it's just the mechanics of it were just really intuitive. And, and that helped, obviously, a lot. So I personally didn't play it, but one of my good friends in the neighborhood did have that game. So I would, I was definitely like the backseat person who would just sit back and watch them play. And I remember so much, one of our friends in particular was a definitely a screen cheater. They would look at their screen, and what they would do is they would totally camp out. So they, oh, would, yeah. they would hang out around one particular corner, look at your screen, wait for you to be on the way. You turn the corner, bam, right in the face. That's yeah. tough. And it, so that, nice. that, was, so much. that was definitely a cause for some serious, some, some rifts in the friend group in the neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Because it's just like, you just can't, it's just not I cool, know, man. I know, it's not no. cool. And so, I, you know, yeah. I don't even know where the franchise has really gone past GoldenEye. I know they've had some other installments that I have played. I can't remember off the top of my head. There were fun multiplayer, any. they had full, fun multiplayer aspects. Mm-hmm. Of, but really, GoldenEye, I think, still stands out. I, I think, think just because so. it was kind of a landmark game yeah. for the whole industry and, and definitely N64 as one of the best first-person shooters I think ever. Yep. I think people, you know, that I think that is a common thing that people do right. agree upon. And so I had to have it as my number one, just because it was my first, and I'm such a big first-person shooter fan now. Yep. I'm sure that had yeah, plenty had to, to do with it. Oh, it absolutely did. You know. But yeah, so that was my number one for best offline multiplayer game. We would love awesome. to know what your favorite multiplayer games are. We definitely want to hear about it. Maybe you have a particular character that you're really attached to in one of the games that we've played. Definitely let us know about it. Yep. Send us an email at teamchatpodcast at gmail.com or tweet at us and give us a follow at, at teamchatpodcast on Twitter. So that concludes this episode of Team Chat Podcast. Thank you all for listening, and we will see you all again soon. Hey, this is Jared, and I just had a couple notes before we sign off on this episode. If you have any questions or comments about the episode, please feel free to email us at teamchatpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter and ask your questions there at at team chat podcast also i just wanted to let you all know about our patreon page where you can go and subscribe it's at patreon.com slash team chat podcast it's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash team chat podcast and you can go and subscribe and you'll get some cool perks like getting the episodes early before the general release as well as some other content that we'll be giving out we appreciate your support and we hope you'll keep coming back for more episodes